What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by Damn, damn Sales. You know it. You know it. It's the big 3-3, three, three, right? Oh, wow. 33. Episode 33, and you know um, three is my lucky number, so it is. twice as lucky right now. <laughs> Two threes we doing. Yep. Of course, I got to shout out the lovely jazz, Jamaican jazz, I call her this week, because she's <laughs> celebrating her birthday in Jamaica, getting yeah, in. Man. Showing off the results of her J-Sculpt, the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. She definitely got that beach body going. I've seen this video of her, jazz in the bikini. Three words. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Damn, jazz. I well, hope she hears this too. Well, I didn't see it, but I mean, if you got the results that from wearing your J-Sculpt belt, like I said, I'm definitely going to put one on yeah, she, after she I have the post, baby. Post that damn video on the J-Sculpt. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely doing rock it. Rock the belt and this could be you. This could be you. <laughs> like I literally, um, I, I was, I looked at the video while doing the radio show and I was, it threw me off. Like, the show sucked after that. <laughs> So I'm glad I'm not seeing it right now because this, this podcast might suck otherwise. Focus, focus. We're professionals. We're professionals. Nah, we're good right now. Yeah, we're professionals. Well, let's get right into it. Speaking of um, bodies and fitness and weight and uh-huh. all of that, let's talk about the homie, oh. DJ Khaled. DJ new Khaled. spokesman for Weight Watchers. I heard about that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So Khaled trying to get his um his swole on. Just like me doing my yoga and my UFC mm-hmm. boxing conditioning. Khaled's going to do the Weight Watchers thing. So And uh, from what I heard, him. they said that uh, his motivation is his wife and his son. Yeah. And it's like as husband. aside. Like aside. It's like, you know, when you have a child, when you become a parent, you do. Want to live and see your kids grow up, so you gotta get yourself right. You gotta for your make kids. major moves. You got to for Asad. Yeah, because he's so adorable. Oh my god, Asad is such an adorable little boy. But, uh, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> I'm doing all of my favorite Khaled. <laughs> I just know DJ Khaled. Major key alert. That's all I know. You played yourself, oh, like we, Khaled. We the best. We the best. That's all I know. Is we the best. Another one. There you go. <laughs> Oh, my favorite. Kylie got probably the most catchphrases out of anybody <laughs> in the history of hip-hop. <laughs> I follow Kylie on Snapchat. That's why I still hear all of those all day. <laughs> I, need to, well, I need to get on Snapchat for one. Yeah, Kylie, he yeah, lives I need on, to get there, on there. So, yeah. You could li- you could literally like be part of except when you sleep you like part of his whole world because he's oh. constantly on that Snapchat. It's like pretty much, like around the clock, damn near. <laughs> oh wow, maybe I need to maybe for twenty eighteen Naima would be on Snapchat. Maybe hey, let's make it happen. I need to learn how I use it though because yeah. I'm a little bit out right, of touch right. with stuff. You know, I'm well, I'm at Oz Radio. I'm on a there little right older. <laughs> I should be on there a little bit more, but you know, you get lazy. But, yeah. I'm on the gram more than Snapchat. Right? Yeah, I'm starting to use my Instagram a lot, and you know, and I'm starting to use Twitter a little bit now. But you know, obviously, I do everything on Facebook. Obviously, I guess like when you're over a certain age, you just be on Facebook. It's funny. I don't be on Facebook. I'm more on the gram now. It's like mm-hmm. I get on Facebook, but I'm probably I probably need to delete a lot of people for 2018 because face my Facebook gets annoying at times. 
Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Because <laughs> what I did was, um, for twice, since you brought that so up. I don't spend a lot of time when I'm yeah. on the ground. Because, like, my ground mom following is way better. Like, I don't, it's not a lot of dipshits that I'll deal with. Since you brought ground. that up about 2018, uh, what I did was, I was like, and then even at the end of 2017, I started doing it. I just started filtering my timeline on Facebook because it's like, I just don't want the negativity. Like, sometimes you do just have to remove that negative, toxic energy from your life. Just remove mm-hmm. it. You don't need to make a big announcement about it. You don't need to say, as of this point, I'm carrying out this, 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 and that. You don't have to make a huge announcement about it. As of January 8th, 2018, <laughs> I am off of Facebook. Shut the fuck up. Who <laughs> a fuck, man? I'm deactivated by Facebook page. Okay. And then I see you like three weeks later. Right. Talking <laughs> you were about de- some shit, yeah. I thought you were deactivating your Facebook page. Shut the fuck up. Like, go with your car and say, I was surprised, ass. <laughs> like, that. like, I thought you were deactivated. Scott, Scott Evil. <laughs> yeah, Scott Evil. I thought you were deactivated, ass. <laughs> right? It's like, okay. Like, just do it. Like, Nike, just do it. If you want to do that, just go ahead. That's just been my motto in life. Mm-hmm. You know me. Like, um, I don't know if that's the Aries in me, but I, I don't talk about shit. I just do it. You just mm, see I'm me like, oh. surrounded by yeah. Aries now. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. fuck yeah. So, you're going to have a lot of people that just do shit. Yeah. Around. <laughs> we're doers and shit yeah i got we got just, a lot of aries in my life now <laughs> it's like with this damn podcast like uh we just did we just did with it, no yeah. big announcement yeah coming this sunday not another damn but we just had a fucking show we up. just had a show so, yeah, so, mm-hmm. so nothing like that nothing mm-hmm. like we doing it and when you want to do it like this weekend but let's do like, it yeah. let's do this girl <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. From house party <laughs> I know we're recording movies. We like movies on this show. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, though, like, sometimes you do need to reset yourself. Like, if you need to remove that toxic energy, if you need to remove certain things out of your life that you feel is going to bring you down, just remove it. And sometimes you just can't argue with stupidity. I put this as a post early on my Facebook. Like, you can't argue with stupidity. So it's best sometimes just to walk yeah. away from it. Just walk away from stupidity. Whereas Charlemagne says this all the time, it's one of his phrase, his famous catchphrases, and I like to say it a lot too. Is like sometimes you got to give people the credit for being stupid. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to do that sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> like, well, stop. Just don't even argue. Just don't give them credit for being stupid. Say, like, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, your mind is like Swiss cheese, and it's just gone, and you just you just can't. You mm-hmm. know, just walk away from that. Don't waste your time on it. You have bigger fish to fry. You have more important things to be worrying about. So mm-hmm. don't even let that get to you. Where the folks Fletcher from um, Lila, you're not important enough to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. Well, since we're going to talk about Facebook, Uh-oh. I know that this was a thing that was going on. I don't know if it's still going on, but since we're going to talk about pettiness on Facebook. Petty party. Yeah, petty party. Uh, I know that you guys, like, it's still... Um, aftermath of uh the holidays because we're only like a week into january so it's still it's like... technically still the holiday season mm-hmm. because with the holiday being on a monday so like pretty much all last week a lot of people were still holiday like a lot of people are out of town a lot of people don't go back to work until monday yeah like this kind of the too. schools yeah like because like a couple of my friends who work in schools they mm-hmm. were saying that oh they say oh i go back to work monday and i'm like oh okay <laughs> so because of that because yeah. of the holiday being mm-hmm. during the week a lot of times that whole week is still considered the holiday season yeah. Yeah. Like, people still got Christmas decorations up now and all of that. Yeah. And attendance was a little bit down, I think, still at my, my daughter's school. I think it was a little bit down. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know everything's going to be and back. at the media school, I definitely yeah. had, it was a little light. It's going to be back to business, you know, this week. 
But um, the, the, the good thing about the holiday season that I feel that I like to see, I like to see, you know, wedding announcements, like people getting engaged. I like to see that. I like to see birth announcements because I've seen both. Oh, shout out to the homie Stacy yeah, Lee. Yeah, congratulations. First child, I believe, yeah. him and the missus. Him and the missus, yeah. They just mm -hmm. posted on uh, Facebook. And, and the grandma slide as well. So. Congratulations. Congrats to the homie unknown Stacy since I was a child and we right. grew up together, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he went to school with us, yeah. The league family go way back. Right. But, um, like I said, like, I like to see that. I like to see the announcements of a child or an engagement. And these are supposed to be joyous, positive, happy. So, like, when people find a sarcasm or try to find something in that, it's like, are you just really just that big of an asshole where you can find, like, some negativity in that? The thing I'm talking about is that Okay, for the holiday season, they were saying that, you know, obviously during holiday season, a lot of times people do get engaged because it's a joyous time. You have your family around. So, like, somebody made, um, was trying to make a joke or whatever. It was a guy, he was like, this is to all you women, why you guys are getting engaged. And then they posted a picture of um, the K catalog. Because K apparently every had... Every kiss begins with Yes, K. every kiss begins I with I know K. what you're going to with the Yeah, ring. K no. had a ring in there on sale. And the ring, it looked like an engagement ring. Where you may, I guess like you could have worn it as any type of ring. But it was like a nice looking ring. And the ring was on sale for $24.99. Mm -hmm. And then the guy was like, yeah, that's why y'all get engaged. And I'm like... It's a whole Pandora's box we're about to go into right now. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay... And then this woman decided to make a video. <laughs> you should see my face I'm making. This this young lady, and I'll be I'll be nice. I won't go in on her like that. But she decided you call her a bitch. But go ahead. She she decided to make a video, and she called herself like the video like it said hashtag don't shoot the messenger. You know like but the ring, but it's not about the size of the ring, right? So she was trying to be funny and stuff, but. What's funny is that social media is undefeated. Mm -hmm. So when she was doing all the talking about it, um, people were writing like, uh, and I bet that you know, like she probably wanted a twenty four ninety nine ring, but nobody gave her ass a ring. People were saying that, like nobody proposed to you. That's why you're mad. I'm looking at your hands, I don't see a <laughs> ring in the video. So. And then people were talking about her necklace. They said, "Where'd you get that swap meet jewelry?" They talked about her necklace she had on. I'm with her ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they went in. And then somebody said the reason why she's not engaged because of her bottom row of teeth because her teeth were like stacked up like her bottom oh, yeah. row. People started going, <laughs> people started, like, going in, making personal attacks. People just started going <laughs> in hard. And then my thing that I commented on it, I just said um, my thing, and they could be, hey, some people may get mad, but I'm like. Why is it always single chicks that always make these standards about what they will and won't accept if a guy proposes? So I had a friend who was. Um, it's always somebody too. single who and does you, that. Um, and I look and I'm like. You know her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know her. Yeah. She said that if a guy bought her a ring from Kay or. No, from Jared. From Jared or one she of said the, he bought her a ring from okay. Jared. It was Jared. It was Jared. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> she said this shit. Her exact words. Because yeah. I saw that on her post when she wrote mm -hmm. that. I saw the exact same post. Cause she was like, because you know the Jared commercial. He went to Jared's. You know, mm -hmm. that's how the commercial goes. And um, She's a bit of a hood rat. So, like, she really was talking shit. And I've been, I can see her actually ending up someday maybe on Love and Hip Hop. So, <laughs> I can see, like, that happening. <laughs> She's like that type of chick, yeah. If we ever see her on Love and Hip Hop, she'll be that surprise. <laughs> or basketball-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, 
my thing is, it's like, okay, when you make these comments about rings, like any engagement ring, engagement rings are expensive. They are. Even an air know, quote I've, cheap I've engagement ring. I've purchased an engagement ring to my ex-fiance before, so I know, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're going to come out of some money. You're gonna, and my husband, like, uh, he was like, basically, like, he had to wait to get his car. He was like, you know, you're, you're wearing my car on your finger. Mm-hmm. Because he, he waited to get his car to give me my ring. He was like, you wearing my car on your finger. So, so yeah. The reason why I drove the beat up caddy for as long as I did. Right. But, I mean, engagement rings do cost money. Even, like, a cheaper engagement ring, you probably going to spend around twelve fifty to 1500 I would say, on a standard. That's just, like, so a basic. The lower end, yeah. On the lower end. And then, obviously, rings can go up to, like, in the five figures. Yeah into the six figures, hell into the seven figures, like if you're a superstar celebrity. But you guys set your bar lower. Like if you look at the ring that Jay-Z got Beyonce, pause, pump the brakes. You can't, no. You can't look at the ring that Offset bought Cardi B. No, you can't do that. Like, yeah, the Migos are one of the hottest fucking groups on the planet. They they got money and shit. Exactly. You can't look at that and be like, that's what I want. That's what I want. Unrealistic. Like, if your guy works at fucking UPS. If your guy drives a bus, if he drives a CTA. Unrealistic to want Cardi B's fucking engagement ring. You have to stay in your lane. That's the thing that we have to say. But... When women try to act like, oh, this ring. And it's like, but most women I know, like, your wedding, even like, okay, your wedding, your engagement ring, this is all material stuff. Especially, like, when people do, like, these big, over-the-top, extravagant weddings. It's like, your wedding is one day. Your marriage is supposed to last for your life. Mm -hmm. Your wedding is only one day. So... Why spend fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars? Hundred thousand that you don't have. Like I mean, it's one thing. Like I mean, you if got, you got it, it, do it. Yeah, like I have no problem. I don't tell. I don't it. tell grown folks exactly. how to spend their money. Like especially like, as long as you're not asking me for something. Exactly. Like, do what the fuck you want. But if say, you yeah. got it and you got it comfortably, it's a difference between I got it, whereas I can barely afford this wedding and I'm going to be in serious debt. That's not this. happening. If you got to go in debt, you don't have it. I mean, if you can, if you can throw, the, you can pull this wedding off without being in debt. That's having it. Exactly. That's what I mean. But people don't see it like that. Like uh, I know of somebody who had a wedding that they really, it was like really like extravagant and stuff. And uh, she was expecting her guests to basically their gift to be the to equal the dollar amount of what she paid per person mm. for them. But if you saw, my, and it's if, like you this is a Negro wedding and the. A lot of times, you, it's not going to, the money is not going to add up. It's like, but you can't like, do that, yeah. Because, you know, it's like, us as a people tend to be cheap as far as, like, whether it comes to tipping or just, like, gift giving and all that. Like, I'm going to keep it real talk, and this is like. Negroes don't like to for, come out of pocket. For me and Marcus's wedding, um, honestly, like, I mean, I, we stay within budget. Like, we had a very strict budget, and we stay within our budget. We utilize our resources. I'm going to do a blog about it, too, about. Good, good wedding tips because, like, uh, like I said, like uh, my page that I was on, um, uh, like I said, I saw several people on Facebook saying they were getting engaged. It was like, what can I do to um, to save money? They was like, is it realistic for me to have a budget of this amount? And I was telling people, absolutely, you can do it, but you're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. You're going to have to, like, change around and do something. I got a tip as far as guests go, like... um it's a good rule of thumb. Let's say, like, yeah, um, you know, the dinner you count, you do the head count for the reception. Mm-hmm. 
let's say $35 a plate, $40 a plate, yeah. or whatever it is. Like At least. Yeah, whatever that is, is like that should be like the, the gift amount you bring. 35 or $40, mm -hmm. whatever the plate is. Yeah. I think that's fair. That is. Mm -hmm. Negroes ain't going to do that, though. It's like, <laughs> I but, think that's uh, a fair amount. It is, but uh, when I was saying about our wedding, uh, when we did ours, um, like, whatever we spent on our wedding, I was like, okay. I would say, if I just get back a tenth of what we spent on our wedding, I was like, I would be totally fine with that. But then... If everybody did what I did, you get way over that tenth. But then we end up getting more because like, I set the bar low because I didn't want to get disappointed because I just set the bar kind of low. And then we were getting, like, very generous. Like, uh, somebody gave us a check for $250. And people were giving, like, really generous things. Yeah. And then, like, uh, people were giving us gifts and monetary things. So... It was or, like, yeah, your yeah. gift, like, it's whether nice. it's cash or um whatever, like, whatever you give them, it should be at least, mm -hmm. like, whatever the fucking plate costs. That's mm -hmm. what I think. It's a good rule to go by. Yeah, that's proper etiquette. But mm -hmm. like you said, you know how people are. But the way that they were just clowning that engagement ring, people were talking about that, you know, $24.99. Yeah, you got 24 It's like, okay, but... And I think we should tell the funny story about um this guy you used to go out with. And oh, I'm, my God. We talking about engagement rings. Oh, real quick. But, uh, the, thing, wanna, but yeah, the thing about engagement rings, so, like... Back, so this is hilarious, this shit, but boy. But I saw several people talk about, um and, like, because I'm in the marriage club on Facebook also, and people were saying, because I think that post made it around to several groups, and then they were saying that... They were basically saying that, okay, like, at the time when me and my husband got married, we were both not in that grave of financial, but then, like, what if he, like, upgrades on, like, five, on your fifth anniversary or your tenth anniversary? We saw that with, um, you can upgrade. cousins of ours. You can always they upgrade. They had a few years ago, they had their ten year. Yeah, they had their ten year. And, like, yeah, and then the ten year rings were dope. <laughs> yeah, her ring is. <laughs> when they got together, like, he was kind of broke. Husband, yeah. He, he wasn't doing much. It's like, yeah. yeah, but um, when they got their ten year. Like, ten year, yeah, like. Yeah, because that ring, you would see it, because I could see yeah. it. I was like, oh, I said, I, we were sitting back a few rows in the, the church. Before the rings, I was like, okay. We were like, yeah, yeah we I just see, see it. it. <laughs> All right, I see that ring. <laughs> I see it. But, I mean, it's nothing wrong with the upgrade. I mean, you get what you can afford at that moment in time. Like, you're not buying for the what I can have in the future. Buy for that what you can afford yeah, for that moment. Yeah, the ring is not going to be it forever. It's like, right. Like, like I said, the, the marriage should be forever, not the mm -hmm. ring. Like, you can upgrade the rings. And even, like, <laughs> our parents upgraded their rings. Because, more like, than uh, once, yeah, right? they upgraded their rings more than once. You can always mm -hmm. upgrade your ring. Mm -hmm. So you act all boo, like, I don't want this ring or whatever. Well, our parents were together over 30 years before our dad died. Right. So, yeah, they upgraded and more they than upgraded once during that 30 once. years. Yeah. But if you want to tell the story about that, oh my yeah, let's, god, let's go right into it. Oh my gosh, this guy he had shit for brains that Naima was dating way before she got married. Yeah, way before, because I hit the re, I had a fact, I like did a decade. Ago. I did a factory reset once me and my husband got together. It it's like pretty much <laughs> the other guys don't matter. It's like yeah, I'm sorry, y'all don't matter. Like right? y'all don't matter. Redcon them niggas. <laughs> I did. Yeah, they don't count. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you are um, discussing rings much like we're doing right now. Right. And much like how we said, it's like, I think it's silly if a guy, like, is barely, like, making minimum wage and try to spend, like, an extravagant amount on right, a fucking like $10, ring. $10,000 on a yeah. ring. That's stupid. That's stupid. Like, if you're if you barely making $10,000, right. you'll spend your year's salary on the rings. Dumb. You're talking about how dumb that was. 
he was all for that. He was like, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, I don't think he was, like, in a great finance. He was cool, but he wasn't, like, balling like that. No, he wasn't balling. So, he was yeah. fake balling. Yeah. He was nigga rich. There we go. Yeah, he was fake so balling. So, he was, like, cool. So he, so, he was all in on that. Like, absolutely. I totally agree. But then you flip it to the other side. Let's go back to, like, Cardi B and Offset. Let's say if Offset had gave Cardi B some fucking, gave her that 24-99 ring. That would be pretty ridiculous right. for a guy in this position to right. give her a ring. Like, like, you are in, a, <laughs> in a very hefty financial position, then of if course... If you're a millionaire and you buy a chick a cheap ring, it's it like, goes you're, up, you're kind right? of a dick. It's yeah. like, yeah, like, is this the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with? Like, show right. your appreciation, my dude. Exactly. So, like you said, like, it's just as silly if a guy got money and he buys a chick a janky-looking ring. Right. He got offended by that, the guy you were, like, going, said, no, wait a second now. And he said, but... Like, what, what if I bought you a cheap ring? We're sitting down in the driveway and be a new Lexus. To which um, Naima went like ape shit after that. She like lost her shit after this. And she said, what are you, a fucking contestant on a prices, right? <laughs> yeah. She said, you need to have this um, nice little diamond ring or a new car. <laughs> it's like the funniest shit I ever. Did, like, like, oh. You went in prices right mode. <laughs> We Bob Barker this nigga. <laughs> I did like old ape shit for a minute. Was that was funny. Hilarious. Yeah, you just lost your shit. I'm pretty sure you broke up shortly after that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we didn't last because I mean he was an idiot, but that's the whole. One of the many that's one of the ridiculous things that he did. So yeah. yeah. I just thought it was so fucking funny that. He was all for, like, um, not spending all your money. But then when it comes to, like, spending money on a chick, even if you have it, he still, like, got an attitude over that. Right. But then Just he so was... If you're, a, if you're a millionaire, you're going to buy a chick. But then he was also the one who said that um, that he didn't want to buy my ring from Rogers and Holland or Tiffany. your ring has to come and from And he said Tiffany's. my ring has to come from Tiffany's. And I'm like... He said you have to be able to see it at least two tables yeah, away. Yeah, from two like, tables away. standards, but... Um, then like he he's just a fucking dick. Yeah. And he like flipped it all of a sudden just because you said the comment about it's stupid if a guy like got money like buys a cheap ring for his yeah. chick. Some people so just now they're just like naturally um what's the word I'm looking for? They just na- naturally confrontational. Yeah, combative. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, even if they agree with you, they still find a way to like Some play devil's advocate. On Some track. people are. They're just. Well, if you think about it, it's like, like, dude, we agree. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Some people are just... We both think it's dumb to, like, spin out of your means. And we think it's means. dumb to be cheap. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're the asshole that got these Tiffany standards. It's like, so you agree with me on that. But yeah. If you can afford Tiffany's, buy it. Like, that's, that's what you agree with. But somehow now, all of a sudden, you flip it. It's like, well, think about it. But if it was a new Lexus sitting outside. Yeah. He was an idiot for that. Well, a lot of people in California, they feeling real um happy right now. Why? Mr. Happy, because you know um California passed the um weed law. Where oh, now smoking, Mary yeah, Jane. Like um recreational <laughs> weed is legal in California now. So it's not Mary just medical Jane. weed. <laughs> so I think eventually um that's gonna pass in all fifty states. Weed yeah. is gonna be um just like. Except once upon a time, like back in Prohibition, alcohol, alcohol was, illegal. was illegal. I think like years from now, weed is just going to be like, you hit the corner store, pick up a pack of blunts or whatever. So you can our people who have been thrown in jail for years get out there? Mm-hmm. For like, if you have like two ounces of marijuana, can, can people get out there? I watched that shit. I think the 13th. Was yeah, the 13th. Yeah, yeah on Netflix. On Netflix yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And that's talked about um, the mass incarceration. The mass incarceration over some bullshit. Like, two ounces of weed, really? You mm-hmm. going to land so somebody in jail for 15 years for two ounces of weed? Really? Mm-hmm. A lot of that, yeah. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> Come that. Come on. Like let's talk about it. I know it's been out for a while, but fuck it. Let's talk about yeah. it. It's like um, two sides to that whole fucking coin. Mm-hmm. The way that shit went down. Because, of course, like, with the mass incarcerations and all that, it's some bullshit. But part of the reason is because a lot of these black leaders, like, they G'd for that shit back in the day. Because you remember back in the 80s, is like, the crack epidemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's Shout when, Shout out like, Reagan. Oh, yeah. It's, um, mm-hmm. Reagan, yeah. So it's Ronald and Nancy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they decided the, um, the war on drugs campaign is mm-hmm. what they kicked off. But during that time, like, a lot of these black leaders, they, they co-signed that fucking war as well. Because they were like, yeah, you know, crack was killing the black community. So they wanted to be like, they said, we got to crack down on these crack dealers. I like, need harsher penalties. And then that like led to where we're at now. It's like, mm. so, a lot of like, we look back, a lot of the mess, like a lot of our so-called black leaders were yeah. part of that mess too, because they yeah. wanted the cra- harsher penalties. They want the harsher penalties. So if you get but... caught with crack, you should get like minimum 10 years. And like now if somebody has two rocks, they get minimum 10 right, years. Right, like that's stupid, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be a lot of... Um... Happy people, like you said, a lot of cheap in <laughs> California. And it's like, you no know, Snoop Dogg in Long Beach. And nah. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know, 420's going to, it's probably going to be a national holiday oh, in fucking California now. It's going to be like a real thing. How many people like, are going to yeah. like, uh, be like, I'll play for the Lakers. Yeah, I'll play for the Kings. I'll play for the Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Oh, Warriors. We were talking about that. Uh, did you see... Uh, the controversy about uh, Aisha Curry. Again, like, what did she do this time? Okay, this is what people... She told bitch to put some clothes on again. What did she do this time? <laughs> so people were getting mad at her because, like, um, she did, uh, what was it, an ABC primetime interview, I think. Yeah, because um, she has a restaurant that just opened up. And she's a partner with another celebrity uh, chef. She brownies there. I'm no, she didn't. She was tied in with the weed It's not with story. weed. I'm talking shit. It's not with weed. But... Aisha Curry Red should make some weed brownies, so that would be dope. <laughs> I think that's way out of her. Way out of her box. Now. Yeah, way out of her box. But um, she uh, was saying, you know, like she's basically adding stuff to her resume because she's a uh, celebrity chef. She is. Now she has a restaurant. She wrote a cookbook. She has her own cooking line. She mm-hmm. has a TV show on uh, Food Network. Um, I think they did pull her show off of ABC because the sexual her it was like one of the judges or whatever like was groping on women. It's like get rid of this douchebag and don't take away her show. Mm-hmm. You know, like get rid of him. Like don't take away her whole show or whatever that she was on ABC. But um, basically, um, you know, she was just they were like naming all of her. Um, you know, achievements that she's had now. And then they was like, but not NBA wife. And she was like, no, she doesn't want to be called an NBA wife because she was like, I'm more than, I'm not, I'm not an NBA wife. Like I, I'm more than that. And then she was saying that Steph isn't a chef's husband. You know, he's not, you know, (laughs) she was like, I'm not an NBA. I'm not. And people were just like, but you are an NBA wife, but you are an NBA wife. And people were just like going in. But my thing about Aisha Here, Curry... before you get into okay. that, I, um, <laughs> what she did, what she said was a little ridiculous. Like, if she said it like how you just said it, it's yeah. like, especially the, the Steph part. Yeah. That's when I'm like, yeah, I was with <laughs> you today. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, nobody's <laughs> ever going to call Steph Aisha's husband. No, like, not, that's just, not going to yeah, happen. That, that's totally ridiculous what she said right there. It's like, 
<laughs> like, I mean, I get the point that she was trying she's to like, make. I do more than just that. But when she said, well, you're not calling him a chef's husband. Because he's not, bitch. Yeah, he's not. He's one of the greatest NBA players alive. And shit, right. Like, top three and shit top right now. Top three right now. Yeah, he is. Two-time, two-time, two-time MVP. Two-time champ. Shit. So shut the fuck one up. One of the illest shoeists ever. Yeah. But I mean, I get what she was saying, but then people was like, but you are an NBA wife, and if you wasn't his wife, then you would not have died. And people are going in. But my thing about Aisha is that, you know, do you, girl. It's like, people are going to, like, no matter what you say, like, if you were if you were just going on Rodeo Drive shopping and spending all your husband's money, people would have a problem with you doing that. But the fact that you have a career and you're trying to do it, people are going to have a problem with you saying that I'm, I'm more than just a wife. I have a career. People are going to have a problem with that. But the thing is, you can't please everybody. Please yourself. Fuck people. That's like what I say to her. Yeah. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> do but, you. Yeah, don't act like, yeah. Do you, boo. No, do no you. somebody who would have said that, it would have made sense. Like, if Gabrielle Union said that, it would make sense. Like, she's known and said, like, but Aisha Curry, like, um, like, people know you. Like, don't, like, they say, well, you wouldn't call me, like, Dwayne, my husband. People might say that about Dwayne, though. Because mm-hmm. they, like, equally as famous. Though. Yeah, because they were both. You're not, They though, were both Aisha, in yeah. separate entities before they got together. they equally as yeah. famous. Like, yeah, they're just, like, she's just as famous as him. Right. But Aisha was kind of acting like they had that situation when she said that. So, you kind of came off as a ditch when you said that. So, but I was with you till you said that. Well, you wouldn't call him a fucking chef. So, I was like, ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it's always going to be like controversy about. But I mean, like oh, she's a she's a controversial person. Like so, we yeah. always say, you can't please everybody, so mm-hmm. it's just best just to do you. Mm-hmm. Do you please for yourself? And like I said, I like uh, I like what she has going on. I like that you know she has she's her building career. A brand. I like that she's building her brand. Mm-hmm. And you know, like uh, like yeah, okay, like she is Steph Curry's wife, and you know. Um, like, maybe, like, Steph Curry may have got you the interview, but it's like, you you nailed it. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? It's like, maybe, like, his name may have got you in the room, but you still had to seal the deals yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's just what I'm saying. It's like, maybe you just had to seal the deal. Maybe he got you in, but you had to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. But do you, girl? Like, I mean, I'm, like, I mean, if I remember out that way, I would check out your restaurant. It sounded interesting. I would check it out. I would. Yeah. What kind of restaurant I'm talking about would like what if they would serve what I eat? like what, it's what like kind a of restaurant few, it's like an international they wanna like go around and um take like dishes from all around the okay. world and it's like one of those fusion type okay. places. So say before I commit, like what if they serve some bullshit on like so, And yeah. uh she was like they will have like Jamaican because so, you know her mom is Jamaican, so she was like they have Jamaican sure, chicken. Um, like, Curry I, gold mine. It's like some Johnny cake thing or something Johnny i think, cakes. I think oh, that's what it's called but it looked good like when they had the little thing come out i was like oh, i might have like to try that out aisha's <laughs> weed brownies making you in california <laughs> weed brownies. don't make weed brownies. speaking of weed have you checked out the dave Chappelle netflix specials no you said you attempted to watch them on new year's yes have you I, watched I, them? I did attempt to watch them uh, i got through half of the first one and then the baby just took over and i went to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm on like Maybe I can watch it this hey, weekend coming up watch because those, kid. because I, I'll be childless this weekend, so mm-hmm. I won't have to worry about Ari. So I'm gonna sit and I'm just gonna really focus. I'm gonna do it earlier in the day when I'm not tired. Because if I do it at night after a certain time, I'm gonna fall asleep. To me, this Netflix run of Dave Chappelle put him in the conversation of greatest of all time. Because mm-hmm. what I, did I wouldn't have put it. him there before that. Mm-hmm. I like um, Chappelle, like like based on his previous body of work, like. 
Chappelle show and all that stuff. It was good, but I wouldn't have called him one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. Mm-hmm. He's up there, like, with Chris Rock to Chris me now. Rock. Some even put him ahead of Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. I even saw one guy in my time that put him up there with Pryor. It's oh, like, wow. Um, one of my guys put him up there now. It's like, cause Chappelle in this last run, this Netflix my run, favorite he's one put himself in the conversation. Aside from Dave Chappelle's stand-ups, like I said, because I have to actually sit and watch the whole thing while I'm not sleepy, but... My favorite stand-up set I've ever watched. I like Bring the Pain, Bring Chris Pratt. That might be my favorite. I like I either that Never. or either that or Raw is my favorite. I like Never Skirt too, um, with Chris Rock. I like that one. I either like uh, Chris Rock's Bring the Pain or Eddie Murphy that Raw was is word. my favorite stand-up. Ski, 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 ski. He was like to the windows, to the walls. <laughs> And Never then I like Raw. Probably top five. Yeah, then I like Raw, of course. Delirious is top five. Raw is when he's on the purple uh, leather, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I won't say any of the jokes. A lot of the jokes you can't even say now. Like, the difference <laughs> in the 80s. Like, a lot of shit Eddie was talking about in Netflix and stand up, you'd never get away with today. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my joke is I like Dexter Say Jack. What's <laughs> oh, yeah. a beautiful girl? Like, he's doing it. <laughs> Jazz might be getting some backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican guys are flirtatious because uh, when we were down, we went to Jamaica for our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and like uh, they had this thing in our resort where they were showing us how to do salsa dancing. And you know, we all say Marcus isn't much of a dancer. Yeah, and then got, you know, I went. Then you know, right? He does two and a half amputated left feet. Yeah. <laughs> he does. So like, I'm out there like trying like do my little thing. I'm I'm a dancer, so I might try to do my little salsa. And Marcus is like, okay, you tell. I'm like, no, I said, I need a partner. And then this guy was like, he's like, well, I'll dance with you. And Marcus was like, nah, homie, like, you need to, like, this is my wife. Like, nah, dude, like, you ain't going to be dancing. Ain't nobody going to be dancing with my wife with me. Because I'm looking at the dude like, uh, like, I don't want to dance with men that aren't my husband. So, but they are, like, friendly down there or whatever. But, yeah, you might be a Dexter St. Yeah, Jacques. Yeah, Dexter St. Jacques. Yeah, that's, that's one of the famous Raw moments that I love. <laughs> Delirious is the we got McDonald's. No, nah, Raw is McDonald's. That's, okay, Delirious I mean, is the ice cream. The ice cream man, yeah, okay. Ice similar cream bits. Cream it's ice like, cream yeah, man. where he, like, he did a bit where, like, the kids bit. Like, it was the ice cream the and Delirious. The ice cream, yeah, it was Delirious. The, the hamburger and the Raw. Yeah, yeah we like, got he had McDonald's. Yeah, the house burger. You <laughs> on the welfare. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I do have to watch the Chappelle, um... Chappelle, uh, yeah, Chappelle while I'm not sleepy, like the way he um and just the whole Netflix thing, like they really are changing the game with everything. Chappelle talked about that during the, the um the second stand up of this last okay. round. He talked about because I missed all of that. I was asleep by then. I was not. He basically was telling the story about why um why he left Chappelle, so why he went to Africa for like however twelve years, however long he was gone, <laughs> or something like that. Like, he talks about that. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. I left definitely. $50 million on, on the, the table, table, basically. But he now Netflix gave him, what, $60 million, see, 70. He talked about that. Look at God. I left $50 million <laughs> and I got more. It's like, so there you go. <laughs> and Dave Rock with us. You know what I mean? We, we, like I said, we, Dave Rock with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean when I say Dave Rock with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like he said that he's a bad one. He said he's not a devout, but I mean, he, he rock with us. Yeah, because he smokes weed. And- yeah. But he's still, you know, he rock with us, Dave rock with us. You know, we claim you, Dave. We claim you, brother, you know. But, uh... Yeah, Chappelle is, um, he's top five to me now. Yeah. So who is my, who's in my top five? Fucking now, like, like, Eddie, Chris Rock, Chappelle, Pryor. I got four there. So, yeah. <laughs> who is the top? Um, so those are in my top five. There. What about, uh, where would you place, like, a Bernie Mac? Bernie's dope. Or, like, uh... Um, I don't know where I put him. 
I know like Kareem said his favorite was like I he think loved Bernie's top ten. Kareem loved Robin Harris. Like that was like Kareem's like he loved Robin, Robin Harris. Robin and Bernie are in that same. Yeah, they were lame, very yeah. similar. Like their, mm-hmm. like I like their style of comedy. That yeah, I like Mike Epps. He's um slept on. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. mention Mike when it comes to like dope comics. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mike's dope. Let's have a little talk about comedians. Yeah, right I haven't now. seen yeah, any of his stuff. Oh, that's right. I went to the one show. I did see him one time. I did I've see Mike Epps. I saw him. I saw live. Mike Epps once. And I remember he was talking about, like, what movie was a high end? You said all of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, y'all was acting. Yeah, all of them. Because he said he was high in some movie or whatever. He said, I think all about the Benjamins. He uh, said he was high. Which is believable. What else? Um. Kevin's probably the hottest now for current comics, mm-hmm. I would say. I saw Kevin Hart a long time ago, like before he like really started to pop. It was for New Year's, the one year. It was maybe what, like 2000? Maybe about 10 years. 10 or 11? Oh, so it was a little it's like when Marcus and I first started dating. That's like when we were like early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 2010 or 11, I think, around that time. I saw Cat Williams yeah. in 2006, and he was hilarious. I miss Cat Williams. I never saw him live. Mm-hmm. I saw. Um, well, we saw Tiffany Hash live. We saw her. Tiffany about four years ago. Yeah. Seeing Damon Williams. We seen oh, that's him. that's the homie. Yeah, that's the homie for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the homie for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just lost count how many times I didn't see Damon. <laughs> hundred times on the end. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what you put George Carlin at? Carlin um, is great. He's top ten. Carlin yeah. might go into that conversation. Then. Yeah. Because, I mean, I liked him, the, the tall, black, blonde, <laughs> car wash. And Carlin <laughs> created the seven, the, the words you can't say on television. Oh, Red Fox. Fox might be a... He time. might be a... Right, Fox is like five. a little bit ahead of our time. That's why I forget about Fox. Yeah. Because I know Red Fox from Sanford from and Sanford Son. From Sanford and like, Son, yeah. I've seen some of his standards, but, like, I mostly know him from Sanford and mm-hmm. Son. <laughs> like, uh, I was listening to his stuff. Uh, I found it on Spotify, so I was listening to Red Fox on Spotify Yeah, and day. I have... Um, well, I'm so I'm old. I have DVDs, DVDs. of um, a Red Fox at the crib, too. <laughs> so I have a and couple of And when I was listening albums, to it, so. I was like, oh, my God. He like was saying shit back in the his day. was saying that, yeah. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Like, and this is probably, like, from, like, what, what the 60s or whatever. Red Fox's heyday was, like, in the 60s. Yeah, like, so I'm like, for him to, like, be able to make those jokes in a mm-hmm. time where it was like, oh. No, yeah. we clutched the pearls, you know, when it was like during that time. Back when, frame. Um, uh, when, yeah. when Lucy and Ricky slept in separate slept. beds. But you guys TV. have a kid. <laughs> but I did like that. Uh, I love Lucy that they did show her pregnant. Because like, before that, it's like you would think that babies came from storks before mm-hmm. that. I mean, like they didn't talk about sexuality. It's like, obviously, if somebody oh, has... Oh, you think they said the word pregnant? Like they said she's expecting. expecting. They couldn't even say the word, the P word on like television. They couldn't say the P word. <laughs> it's like, but why do they act like that? But then, you know, like you said, like it's, you know, yeah, it was during then, that era. Early. It's like, we got five kids, but we don't sleep in the same bed. Exactly. Totally ridiculous. It's like, okay, somebody in there is banging. <laughs> you guys got <laughs> Got another one. Where do you put Martin Lawrence? Hmm. I'm not sure where I would put him at. I like Martin's. Um, he had, um, I got my top five. I, just I haven't seen Martin's stand-up. I don't think I've seen his stand-ups. Check out um, You, you so, so Crazy, crazy. and Run Tell That. Okay. Those are, he got two full-length movies. Then, okay, so I'm about to watch those. Check those two out. Okay. Of course, his him his host is Dev Jam, and that yeah, of course like, I know that when he was a host, the and the Dev yeah. Jam audience was off the chain. Yeah. Oh, that ah! audience, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> laughing. Ah! 
the New York audience for you. I was like, that's why that was the perfect place to film that show in New York. You know, they were going like, go, they were going to go all in. It's like, had they filmed this show like in LA, it might have not worked. No, like they the would have been it's stiff. Like, they would have been stiff. That New York they would like jump on stage, like yeah. they're doing that the backflip. Ah! Look like the guys on Moy when they find they ain't the father of the kid. <laughs> they do it backflip. Yeah, like that's all that Def Jam audience was. <laughs> Looking like that. Martin would tell a joke about some shit there. <laughs> they would like do like jump off stage and do a split. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking audience was like off the chain. I think that's one thing. I, one thing I do regret. I didn't get to go to Def Jam during the nineties. Yeah, because I didn't go to New York. The show was already canceled by the time I mm-hmm. went to New York. But that's one thing that I wanted to do at the time was mm-hmm. go see a live Def Jam taping, just so I could be oh. part of that fucking audience. You were going to get your top five. I'm going to talk about. I got my top go five. Go get your top said, five. Yeah, we got um. I said um. Eddie, Chris. Well, I got Chris one. Ed, uh, Chris. Eddie, Chappelle, Pryor, Damon Wayans. I was going to say my that, friend. and then segueing off like of that, speaking of shows friend. that got canceled, and Live in Color, and mm-hmm. I know, like, I did watch the Bruno Mars, Cardi B, mm-hmm. Finesse remix, Yeah, and the homage Cardi's that they paid, what they paid Cardi to... Cardi getting her inner fly girl on. Oh my gosh, and since you said that, okay, this is my, okay, lifelong dream, when I was like 12, because Live in Color was still on when I was like, I think 12, or 11 or 12. So me and my girlfriend Tamika, we both are dancers. We would be watching the Fly Girls. I love Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez is one of the reasons why I wanted to dance. And Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul. Yeah, when she was Tina, she was getting it at the beginning. Opening credits. Yeah, and then Paula Abdul. When I saw it. I was like, "Who is this girl?" Yeah, I had never seen it. Because she was just getting it. And I was, I was like, like "Ooh!" Because I was like, "I wanted to get like Rosie, you know?" Because I wanted yeah, to be a dancer. That's a guy. I'm like, "Who is you that?" You just thought she was shit? hot. Man, I like the, the movie when they showed. I was like, "That's the girl from the opening." Yeah, yeah. that was his baby mama. I was like, "That's her." Yeah. <laughs> and then Paula, uh, because Paula did the choreography for Janet Jackson, and she also did the choreography. Um, the African dance scene in um, Coming to America. All I do saw Janet out of dance. She did. Like Janet, because um, before Janet, like Janet she sucked. Yeah, she two step. Yeah. So like Janet Jackson is like that shows you that um, she's like Janet was just like her sisters before that, like mm-hmm. Latoya and Reby. She was mediocre. Like Cause she, she hooked up with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Jimmy and Terry like gave her the sound, and then um, Paul Abdul gave, gave her the moves. The, the swag, yeah. Yeah. So like those three, I credit for creating the to Janet create Jackson that we know to today. To make her an icon. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and Paul Abdul mm-hmm. created the Janet we know and love today. But my lifelong dream was to be a fly girl and my, and my friend Tamika. So we said that we made a promise. We was like, okay, we said, when we turn 18, we're going to move to New York and we're going to try and we're going to be fly girls. Because, like, you know, they always had a new fly girl. And then, like, later they had Jennifer Lopez on the later seasons. Which I'm about to get to in a second. Yes. And we was like, okay, we're, like, we're going to try out. I was like, we're going to be fly girls. Because I was like, I'll be practicing the moves. And you remember, I'll be practicing the moves of the house. Mm-hmm. And then the next year the show got canceled. And then that mm-hmm. kind of just, like, killed my dream. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to be a fly girl. I would have auditioned at 18 for fly girl. I want to be DJ Twisting. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we should have went to New York together. We could. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe things would have turned out different if the Living Color would have stayed on like SNL. Yeah. It may have been different for us, you know, mm-hmm. but that's Living my color, dream yeah, no, no, Getting back to Cardi and <laughs> Bruno finesse is like, and they, they missed they would, they both, um, they missed the oppor- uh, opportunity of a lifetime. Jennifer Lopez should have been in that video, and they should do another remix of the remix Jennifer <laughs> Lopez on it and put her in it. That'd have been the perfect person to be part of that scene. 
to have Jennifer Lopez. And she could be singing her Jennifer Lopez voice like that. Yep. That's how Jennifer Lopez. Have her like never dress like how she looked on yeah. the Living Color like nineties Jennifer Lopez. You know that's how Jennifer Lopez. And then she was making eyes at Bruno Mars at the Grammy. I know she's with A Rod now, but uh, at the Grammys she, last year, she, she was making Bruno. eyes. She was looking at him like he was a snack. She was. She was like, at him. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> said, give me some of that twenty-four carat magic. Because yeah. <laughs> she was looking because of the part Bruno said, "Can I break it down for y'all?" And they put the cash. She's like, "Yes, break it down, break it down, break it down." She was like all over Bruno. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, hell yeah." <laughs> But Bruno, I mean, he's a nice little showman. And, you know, I know that JT is going to be at the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. I know mm-hmm. that. But I wish Bruno would have been this year just for one reason. What? That means we might have got Cardi B at the Cardi fucking B. Super Bowl. Can you imagine? I make Cardi money B. moves. Someone have told you a year ago that Cardi B might be at the I Super make money Bowl. Moves. <laughs> That'd be like the most <laughs> amazing story in history. Cardi B at the Super Bowl. But I mean, I know JT, this about you, but can we still just bring out Bruno Mars? Because I think that Bruno Mars should be at every Super Bowl. That's just how so. my thing is because he's like, just um, that nothing, good. Um, nothing he's against, that good. I love Bruno Mars. Nothing against Lady Gaga. She was okay last year, but it should have been Bruno. <laughs> yeah, Bruno is just. Bruno really needs. He's that dude now. Yeah. I'm about to make some people mad, like some stands, but like Bruno is the Michael Jackson of this he's era. He's a new age. Because if, even if you listen to the stands, just like, yeah, I, I, hear, I hear him going right. off now. Their hearts. I hear the comments like, Blasphemy! Michael Jackson's the greatest of all time. No, but let, Fuck you! But Lex, no, Lex, but for this era, he is the best entertainer. Like, who's better than Bruno Mars right now? Only one person who's era. like right there um, neck and neck with him, I say, is Beyonce. Yeah. Those two. I say, as far Beyonce as male, as far Males as male, is nobody is better it's than Bruno. Overall, it's those two I like those two. That's why when they Nobody's did, on their level. That's why when they did Super Bowl together, Mm-hmm. It was iconic. It was mm-hmm. gold. It was. Hey, we got a tour right there. B&B tour. Ooh. Ooh. Beyonce and Bruno. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I would go to that. <laughs> I would go to if that. If that happens, remember where you heard it first. I might have to uh, I might have to save my little coins early because, you know, I got kids now. So, it's like, I, you know, I got to save my coins early. Oh, after Jack Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I would save my coins early. And then I would be like, uh, mother-in-law, the kids are staying with you tonight. <laughs> Me and Marcus are going to this concert. The kids are going to be with you. But um, so I don't think I've ever seen Bruno. I've seen Beyonce at the Grammys. Uh-huh. I saw her before. Yeah, never saw Bruno. I haven't seen Bruno, but Bruno did. I don't don't think I ever saw him. If you listen to his album, the Twenty Four Karat album, it's um, it's a fusion. It sounds like like some of his songs, and it sounds like some songs like that the Whispers would did in the Mm eighties, like the way he had like the the song Chunky that one, Mm -hmm. and he has like that uh, what's that uh. Synthesis, like, what's that thing? The guitar. The guitar, yeah, because it sounds like a guitar thing. The way it thinks, that's like a guitar. So it sounds like... like, like an 80s hair band. It kind of sounds <laughs> like rock, steady, steady oh, rock. That's why I said it sounds like the whispers where it did. But he takes, like, that sound and he feel like even um Uptown Funk sounded like like a Morris Day song. It sounded like that. It sounds like the time. You could have seen the time. You could have seen the time doing that back in the 80s. So, I mean, he takes like different stuff and he fuses it. The 24 karat magic yeah. sounded like an old record, too. 
mm-hmm. like 70s or 80s, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Bruno, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, revamped that sound, and that's the sound that, like, we grew up to and we love listening to, that 70s, 80s, yeah. that pure era of music. Not saying the music is not pure now, but you know that... A lot of people say that's where bro, real music That nostalgic, because, you know, it takes you back to, yeah, and I was in this grade when I heard this song, and this and this and that. But, you know, Bruno, you have to be at every Super Bowl. And um, get that concert together, um, promoters, Beyonce and Bruno. Be the B&B concert. Make it B&B. Speaking of concerts, so you saw Anita Baker uh, announce her farewell tour. Because I know she was retiring, so uh-huh. she's doing the, she final, it, the so... final countdown now. Maybe Shout out to Pistons, man. boys. Caught up in the rapture of love. That was my song. My song was rapture I still don't know what the fuck Anita was talking about, but she made great music, and though. 365 days of the year. Yeah, what? Well, Anita Baker had some hits. Um, fairy tales. Yeah, she had some hits. She had hits. Yeah. She did, Anita. So maybe mom might want to go to that concert. <laughs> Yeah. I still don't know what the fuck she was talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Anita and Janet Jackson don't know what the fuck either you them are talking about crazy, in their music. But I'm serious. No, either them are talking. For pleasure, principal. <laughs> I have no idea what either of them are talking about. <laughs> you just dance with the pleasure. You're like, oh, this is the jam right here. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> I'm going to tip pleasure principal at karaoke. <laughs> I'm going to tip that at karaoke. Yeah, you're going to be squinting your whole time. <laughs> I'm going to tip that. You might tip. <laughs> I know the move, though. I can hit the hand, the hand jive. I can hit that. <laughs> oh, my god! somebody else here to have mom here. <laughs> <laughs> Get one of those to carry up. <laughs> Pretty sure mom's never done that song at her karaoke because nobody knows what the fuck it needs. Even a guy petty. typing the lyrics is like, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> Don't forget the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Another good one too that Eddie Murphy did in his um delirious stand up. He said, Well, we don't know he's talking about James Brown. That's the best part of the James Brown. To the bridge. To the bridge. To the bridge. Bobby, we don't want to do my thing. And then you gotta do hit me, hit me. And you gotta do hey, you gotta do it. You gotta throw in a random hey. Another nigga, I don't know what the fuck James is like. We don't go there, do my Because I, I didn't know, like this is true story. I learned what the fucking bridge was because of James Brown. <laughs> true. That's the reason I know what the bridge of a song is. True story. I didn't know what the words to pay back until maybe about a year ago. I'll true, story. <laughs> true story. True story. True story. Because Marcus was singing the words, and Marcus all was know, like, "Only word I know is revenge." <laughs> Marcus was like, he said, Hold Marcus, me up. Marcus like, no, the song, but he said, Get down with my girlfriend. That ain't right. And I'm like, That's what he said. He said, Yeah, listen to the word. He said, The guy he's talking about that he's getting the payback. That line, I know. Yeah. Get down on my girlfriend. Because I didn't know what he was saying at all. I, know that line. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. Just the revenge. <laughs> True story. I said, I didn't learn the words till last year. Hold me up. True story. And I don't do no damn squealing. It's like, I know, like, part, I know bits and pieces. I don't know karate. I know crazy. His name's what the fuck is he talking about? Hey, hey, ow! Our 
probably the most sampled artist yes. in hip hop history. Yes. Brown. It's like, yes. Especially them West Coast niggas. Like, Dre was obsessed with him. Like, like the West and Coast. And Brothers uh, got sampled a lot, too. Really, between the sheets. The sheets that one yeah, song. between the sheets got sampled <laughs> like, by everybody, too. Everybody was like, to this day, people are still sampling between the sheets. Like, let it, it, it die. die. It ain't a die, Brothers. Yeah. The last one who did it dope was when Jay Z when he took the shit. bridge. Like, he took the, he took the uh, different part he took the of the bridge song. of it. Yeah, probably as a child, and she's like, "Yeah, like people probably said, like you can't sample this." You said, oh, "No, watch this," and it was like a whole mm-hmm. different part. I don't know who did that track, but like it was like a different part of between the sheets. Yeah, it was like the bridge like, part. Okay, this yeah. is like sounds like a different record mm-hmm. now than like the doom 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 doom. Everybody do mm-hmm. they use that? Because a brat funkified. Let's talk about that. Like I said, we um yeah, it's like we like this new year. So like I said, like how school's been light. We're a little light on content this week. So let's talk about yeah. Like so let's talk about the most sampled fucking songs in hip hop right now. <laughs> we call well, we have that one. We have between the sheets. <laughs> payback. Uh... Payback. Um. Pay. Um. Don't look any further. Fucking um. Oh, and it's Edwards in the bras whose name I still don't and know. And it's a couple, it's a couple mm-hmm. the, that just did the whole video. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like on somebody, I'm sure mm-hmm. somebody you can find it on their Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. They did the whole mm-hmm. video. <laughs> hilarious. Because hit them up, sampled it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, bitch, get money. Get money. Remakes. Remakes. What's the name? Did like a, a they they re like played like paid in full. Mm-hmm. Eric B and Rockin. Oh yeah, they took the bass line and like flipped it a little yeah. bit. But it's basically the same song. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, they flipped it a little. I think Lil Wayne did a version of that fucking record. The bars <laughs> got sampled. Uh, um, stay with stay me. Stay with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause Shanti sampled it twice. She did. Yeah, but... two versions. Uncool, foolish, Unfoolish and foolish. foolish. She did two versions. Biggie, um, probably did the most famous sample yeah. of that shit. Mm-hmm. Music Soul Childs was nah. Meh, you said meh. Keep it. Yeah, most sampled fucking. Was Stevie Wonder sampled? Um, I'm sure he was. I can't think of like come his most sampled stuff though. I'm sure he was sampled. I know he had a lot of songs that were remade by other artists. Yeah, that's that probably much. what it is. Yeah. It's like um, like Gangster Paradise was passed on Paradise Coolio. Yeah. We had um as like the Nick George Michael remake that shit in the nineties and it was less eh, <laughs> It was him that. and Mary J. Blige, yeah, right? right. Yeah, it was, Mary, uh, it was kind of Stevie on Shut the It was kind of because I got excited initially because like the, <laughs> it started it started off the same way. It started because when the music comes on, it sounded like the original, and then I was I got excited. And I was like, Stevie sound a little off today. What's as up? As around the I'm like, okay, who, like, who is that? Oh, George Michael. <laughs> so they, um, as this father figure. Because <laughs> he still sounded like George Michael from the 80s. And like shit. Uh, when, um, that's careless well, what's the call with Mick Jagger and David Bowie did Dancing in the Street. Calling oh, oh, out the world. The 80s version of the shit. <laughs> and our mom hated that version. Mm-hmm. Mom hated that version. Yeah, it's like, um, let's talk about that. A little bit of fucking, um, what do they call it? Cultural appropriation. The cultural appropriation of black music. <laughs> Let's call it like what it is. Cultural appropriation. Yeah, then, then George Michael did a version, I think, of Sexual Healing. Oh my God. Carmen no. Gay. No. <laughs> Nobody could do it. And then who Sexual. did Why Who Fools Fall in Love? Somebody did that. Diana maybe. Ross remade that. That's oh, what, Diana the, Ross, that's what okay. the movie um, was. Uh, the, the why Who Fall in Love that, based on that lawsuit. 
Yeah. Because uh, that, that was a real story that happened. Right, I remember. Like, nobody gave a shit about Frankie, Frankie Lyman, Lyman for yeah. decades until Diana Ross made that song. Then these bitches then decided, we, we can get paid on this shit. These hoes got together and decided that, and then hey, Lil let's, Richard sue, was, uh, let's sue them and get paid. The best part of that movie was Lil Richard. He was the best part of the movie because that movie was kind of, yeah. eh, <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. Shout Bay, out to Tate, even though he wasn't that good. Even though, though. Uh, Steady Bay wasn't, because Lorenz Tate is Steady Bay, you know. Like, he been Bay since, like, old dog. He been Bay for a while. Steady Bay was there for me. Nice eye candy in it for me. You had Ali Berry, Vivica Fox, and Lila Roshan. In the same fucking movie. And this was like back in the, the 90s versions of them. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't nice looking older women then. They were like hot then. It's like <laughs> 90s versions of all three of them. It was like, oh yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I remember when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I, I want to be Lorenz. Uh, <laughs> so you got to make out with all three of them in that fucking movie. I'm like, I'm like that, that, that kind of made me want to go back and watch that. Like, I want to be like Lorenz Tate. Yeah, like. You used to make up with Hallie, Leela, and fucking Vivica in their prime. Like, and then the year yeah, before, maybe I should go on the year acting. before that, he had Neil Long and Love Jones. Yeah, we didn't even get to that. Yeah, movie. so he's, about yeah, he's had some, <laughs> quite a few, uh, quite a few female co-stars that you like. He's mm-hmm. had quite a few. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I should go. <laughs> maybe on I acting. should do this yeah. acting thing. Oh, speaking of acting, uh-huh. what I got so excited about—I know you, you don't care—but I got excited about this. My show, they're planning a crossover. How to get away with murder and scandal. Ah, uh, crossover episode. <laughs> when I saw that, it was like, and then, because Shonda Rhimes, she posted a page of the script. Surprise, she hasn't done this before. Yeah, she, she probably posted finally a, decided, yeah. let's make them part of the same universe. She po- she posted a page of the script, and you could see where Carrie, where um, Olivia, and Annalise, you could see their names. And I was like, <laughs> I got so excited. I mean, even though I fell off a scandal because... Pretty much after she got with the president, I stopped watching it because it was mm-hmm. like, I was like, okay, that's unrealistic. But I love How I Get Away with Murder. You know, Viola Davis, that's my, that's my girl, Viola. I love you, Viola. You can do no wrong to me. I love Viola. Viola but, dope. but when I saw that, I just got so excited. So I will be watching the crossover episode of How to Get Away with Murder. She got her, um, her dick wolf on, how he like cross promotes all these mm-hmm. shows. It's like all the law and orders are the so same I'm universe. So and they even crossed excited. into Chicago, like into the Chicago universe. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'm still excited about, I know we still about a little bit over a month away, Black Panther. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Black Panther. I'm yes. so... Panther and the 14th? The 16th. 16th. Okay, the 16th. I knew it was around Valentine's and Day. And it's... Um, and that weekend is a President's Day because that Monday, the 18th, is President's Day. So you're going to have a three-day weekend. There you go. You'll be off from work. So you can go all... If you can't make it that Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, if you're off work that Monday, go mm-hmm. to a matinee that Monday. Like, let's make this be, like, the top grossing Marvel movie of yep. all time. And I'm not just excited let's about the this. movie, but I'm also excited about the soundtrack. Mr. Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Yeah, doing a soundtrack yep. for Black Panther, yep. so like, so they gonna have a banging sound. You know, Kendrick don't put no whack shit out. His last three albums have been classics. Like Kendrick, do not put out whack shit. Somebody, like, yeah, screw so. it. You know, I think I might, go, I might show to Black Panther where all black with my fro out. I might take my hair down, and have my, have my crazy, my, my crazy fro out. Wear, like, like leather uh-huh. jackets and berets. It's like I had a fist up. A lot of people saw so they gonna do that. Like dress like the the '60s Panthers. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my hair. I'm gonna have like my hair. Usually I have my hair is either straight where it's like in a protective style, but I think I'm gonna take these braids down and I'm gonna have my fro out. Mm. I'm gonna have my big fro out, 
have on my all black, playing my fist up, so, powering yeah, the people. Because I'm black, y'all. And, <laughs> and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blinging it black. And I'm black, y'all. So I just feel, and now I'm going to roll up. I'm going to roll up playing the story of OJ when I'm driving to the movie theater. <laughs> we go roll to the movie theater and play the story of OJ. And we should go to the white theater and do that. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not going to see it at the fucking um, the studio grill. <laughs> I'm going to tell Marcus, like, let's go, let's go out to Orlando and do this. <laughs> let's go to the white theater and do this. They might get a little scared. We see those Negroes and they're coming out and they're looking. Oh, I know what I'm gonna pull up playing. You gonna pull up pulling up storm OJ? I'm gonna pull up playing. My life, I have to fight, nigga. We gonna be all right, nigga. We gonna be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Yeah, we gonna pull up playing that shit. We gonna pull up playing. I should rock one of my. I got two t-shirts. I might want to rock for that. So I have um the Black Lives Matter t-shirt and the legalized being black. I need to get. Which I might break out. I haven't rocked the legalized being black. I'm gonna save it for Panther. I'm going to see Black Panther in a legalized being black shirt. Power wearing to the that people. Got to find a beret, that t-shirt, <laughs> and the leather jacket. This is now my, my challenge. For black my challenge Panther. is the beret going to fit over my fro because once <laughs> I take out my hair, like you know. <laughs> oh, you just right. You get your Angela Davis. Just rock so my fro out. <laughs> just rock the big fro. <laughs> but yeah, though. But the did you hear about the other side that the fake outrage? Uh, the fake outrage on social media about Michael B. Jordan. Okay, don't that. believe everything that you hear on social media. Let's put it out there. People are just trying to start some shit. Michael B. Jordan, like I said, I've rocked with him since he was on All My Children. He played Jack. All my children. He was Jackson's adopted son on All My Children. And you, all my children, people who watch it, you know what I'm talking about. His name was Reggie. See, I, I, that was his I, name. I his name was Michael Reggie. Michael B. Jordan says fucking Creed. It's like, his name I'll, was Reggie. I'll go back to All My Children. And Witch McCloud was on there too. And uh, she went on to be a famous actress as well. Amanda Seyfried was on there during the same time that um, Michael B. Jordan. They were on there together. If I'm not mistaken, I think that their characters may have dated All My Children, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to remember okay. the storyline. But they were on that story together. Aware, and then they both obviously went on. They had, mm-hmm. you know, big movie careers outside of soap opera. Yeah. But, Which is rare because, like, most soap opera yeah. actors suck. That's why I'm happy <laughs> for Michael B. Jordan to, like, be, like, a, to be in a real movie. <laughs> in a Marvel movie, you have to start on All My Children. Let's have him do a billion dollars. Come on, let's make it Let's make it happen. Let's have this movie do a hey, billion Creed dollars. Hey, Creed was dope. Let's see. Let's make this one even dope. So Michael but, B. Jordan is putting out a nice little career. Mm-hmm. He's in a Rocky movie. He's in a, he's in Marvel. It's like he's, he ain't gonna count he's, that Fantastic Four. He's putting together, yeah, like that, that didn't count. That, that sucks. Panther is like his that. character. We won't even count. We ain't nobody count can that. get Fantastic Four right. Just like with um, like Chris Evans, nobody counts him as Johnny Storm. They count him as fucking um, Captain America. I thought his body was yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four never happened either. Of them. <laughs> but they had the fake outrage. People was like. We're going to boycott the movie. Because somebody put up a meme saying that if he doesn't date us, we're not good enough to date there. We're going to boycott the movie. How are you going to be Black Panther and you have a white woman? First of all, he's not Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. Yeah. First and foremost. I forgot what Michael B. Jordan's character is, but Black yeah. Panther is Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Wrong actor. They're not the all, same yeah. character. And then people was like, yeah, how are you going to be in there and this? And, and I'm like, time out. Because, like, first of all, like, we don't know. It's his rumored girlfriend. It hasn't been confirmed that's his girlfriend. We don't even know who this person is. And then secondly, she's not white. She's Latina. That's the second thing. So, And then thirdly, has he ever made like disparaging remarks as far as I know? Like, has he ever gone record and said, you black women are bitches? Has he ever like done that? I, I mean, don't even know who the fuck he's dating. To the best of my yeah. knowledge, I don't think he has. I mean, I get it. Like, if somebody makes a remark like that, feel a certain type of way. But if somebody is dating somebody... And they happen to be of a different race. I mean, 
As long as they're not like out there being like, and this is why I went this she way because married another a woman of another. Yeah, race. like but... and I mean, I, we never had any problems. Like I mean, I I I won't say her name, but I mean, I did love her and everything. But you know, I mean, you guys went your separate ways. You know, I mean, we we still talk. It's like yeah, it's, like, it's just, just we just couldn't relationship be together. wise. Yeah, we don't hate each other. Yeah, no, it's just like you just yeah, you just weren't we just better apart than together. You just weren't relationship compatible. Yeah. However, but when they were saying that whole thing about, you know, like, if we're not good enough to date. And then I watched the thing that they had. Um, They do a, I forgot what the name of the show is. But it's where they ask you, like, so many, I think it's like 73 questions with Michael B. Jordan. I watched that video. And he talked about that. Where um they was like the most ridiculous thing that you've heard. He was like, that I don't like black women. Mm-hmm. He said, like, that's the most ridiculous rumor. that, he, And he said that that was the most ridiculous rumor that he's heard about himself. Is that I don't like or date black women, basically. He said that. So where are you guys getting this just because he happens to be dating somebody who isn't black and then you're going to boycott the movie? But I mean, but then they discovered that that, that was a troll page and but then some people were biting the trolls. Some people Absolutely. were like, some people took the bait. They were like, yeah, yeah, fuck him, and I'm not going to go. And people I'm like, want to be outraged. That's all. That like is. you dumbass. Like this is a troll. This is not a real page. It's a troll. Mm. Like don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the banana and the tailpipe. But for the most part, you hanging know, hanging around with this dude too long. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you know, black Twitter is usually pretty good about being detectives. They are. Mm-hmm. And then Black Twitter, um, they were able to like be like, "Hey, this page is some bullshit." You know, they like pretty much, you know, shut it down before it caught too much of a phenomena. Yeah, <laughs> but that was just ridiculous—the whole fake outrage about you know people being mad because he's dating somebody who's not black. It's stupid. Like, let him live, let him do him, or whatever. Like I said, unless he like goes on the record and be like. Yeah, and you know, and you black women wear weaves and you guys are loud. Like, okay, they feel a type of way about it if he said that. Unless but, you be Bill Cosby that shit about right. black people. Like, like they feel a way about it. another reason why I didn't feel sorry about Cosby when the shit hit the fan. Because, like, Cosby's been talking shit about black people for years. Get off welfare, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute, time out. But yeah, and Cosby was like wilding out. Like, Stop having like, baby daddies, what? His old age, he was a wild motherfucker, like, before this scandal hit. People just choose to forget that and remember him as Heathcliff Huxtable. Like, no, nah, he had a whole, like, legacy post that where he was basically, like, shitting on black folks. Oh, yeah, he was then this him. thing happened and then, like, the blacks, like, rallied behind him. Like, he totally forgot about all this shit when he was, like, going in. Like, going, he giving was, speeches, shitting on blacks. Yeah, he was getting a little Yeah, the bit. whole era yeah. where he, like, was, like, wilding out and shit. And my thing is, like, you can't do that. Like, uh, and now I saw somebody say, basically, like, in mixed company, like, you know, don't put down black people in mixed company. Yeah. Like, don't put us down in mixed like, company. It's like, don't air your dirty laundry, basically. Exactly. It's like when you, like, you, like, you, obviously you're married, but yeah, when you mm-hmm. and your husband are arguing, you do it in the house. You don't be out in the street no, doing shit. Absolutely <laughs> like, not. You, you, like, keep that in the house. It's like, yeah. So don't you don't do that in the street as black people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do that amongst yourself. And then like, certain conversations that we have in our bedroom stays within our bedroom. If we're talking about a certain issue or certain thing, like I said, not even necessarily with us, but we're just having pillow talk, that stays between us. We don't be out there like, yeah, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. No, keep mm-hmm. it to yourself. Like, yeah. But yeah, like I said, don't do it in mixed company like you just said. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. And finally. Yes. Talk about the NAACP Image Awards. Yay! Yeah. Coming up MLK Day this yes. year. Which I'm glad they moved. I am um I'm glad but um pissed off a little bit 
Uh-huh. Because um, technically, like the Image Awards should air in February, I believe, Black History Month. The Black Awards show should be in February. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that's how it should Some be. Black but excellence, yeah. February is pretty fucking stacked. Because uh-huh. like you're not gonna go the first weekend, a Super Bowl weekend. Right. Nobody's going. Nobody's against going the Super, to the Super Bowl, Bowl. Like unless you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, and then um, the second week is usually the Grammys. Usually happen around that uh-huh. time. I think they're coming early this year. I think they're Second coming January twenty eighth, though. I think they're coming so early the this year. Grammys moved up too. Yeah. So yeah, the Image Awards could have been in February this year, technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got NBA All Star Weekend is in there yes. somewhere, probably around the third week. And then that last week is always Oscars. Oscar Sunday. Yeah. Nobody's gonna challenge them. Either. No, nobody's challenging the Oscars. Because like twenty seventeen um, Image Awards, they got holes because they went head to head with the Grammys. Yeah. And a lot of people. No showed that because they went to the Grammys. They went to the Grammys, which yeah. caused some a little bit of fake outrage during that. It's it like, did. It's like um saying, you know, oh, you gonna choose that over your own show and all that. But yeah. um, it's, it's like, I remember that it was a big controversy mm-hmm. for the people that sat out the fucking mm-hmm. Image Awards. But I said it was a mistake to go against the Grammys because the Grammys are the Grammys at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Which is something that I wouldn't go to one year. I would love to go to the Image Awards. I've never done the Image Awards. I would love to go I've one I've done year. BET. I've done Grammys. Never went right. to the Image. So I would love to go as well, too. I think it would be awesome to be mm-hmm. there because, I mean, like, it's your award show. And, feel, and um, Chappelle talked about it in his stand-up as well, mm-hmm. too. Like I said, you got to finish watching. This is a little bit of a spoiler. We talked about um how... um. You gotta look at like with Trump getting elected, um, is um is two sides to that. Uh-huh. Sure, he's a fucking bumbling idiot, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and probably the worst president we've had in our life. You know? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like you seeing so much black pride now. Like he brought us. I, together. I did think I saw that part. Was that in the first one? In the first special, I think I may have seen that. Like we so told I, the story of Emmett Till and how it related to Trump. No, I didn't see you that didn't part. See the whole okay, I you probably see. saw. You probably saw part. Part of it. Now I was like in and out. But he made the whole compared the whole story about like mm-hmm. how a negative thing can like turn into a positive. Mm-hmm. with Trump getting elected because you are seeing that because like now people are actually excited about the image wars like last year and even more so this year mm-hmm. because of that because Trump is in you know, like but the image awards like people didn't even watch it for years mm-hmm. it was a taped show like now they do it live <laughs> and then I like the fact that like I said Trump had brought all the tiki torches so I mean still you guys hiding behind your tiki torches I love it I like it, yeah. I want to find out who you really who you are. Who you really are. I'd rather you like, call me a nigga than to, like, to my face than to be like, exactly. and then smile and like act like we friends mm-hmm. and then be like, that nigga as soon as I If you had the balls to call me that. a nigga to my face, if you got the balls to say that to my fact, face, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'd much rather know where we stand than to, to, you might catch to, these hands. think we're cool and shit. Uh, you might catch these hands. And my thing is, I don't want you, I don't want to walk around <laughs> telling somebody that we boys and shit and you talking shit about me. Exactly. The whole time. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I like the fact that this is, like, it got put to the forefront. Like, we mm-hmm. can actually see, like, who you really are. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, as black people, we, you know, we're rising. We're standing. Like, hey, you know, like, no, we ain't going to stand for this. Like, you know, fuck this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, we deserve, like, how long did it take us to get civil rights? Um, decades. Like, <laughs> like, why did, like, why, like, why does our mom remember when we didn't have civil rights? Our mom. It's not it's even like, that far out. The generation is probably even about a hundred years for that shit to get done. Cause um, the Emancipation Proclamation is like what eighteen sixty-five, mm-hmm. and then Civil Rights Bill was like nineteen sixty-five. <laughs> it was like, yeah. like a hundred years and shit. Yeah, 
Like I said, and our it's mom crazy. remembers vividly, not vaguely. She remembers vividly. Oh, yeah, I remember. Being the called lunch a nigga and people throwing rocks. The lush carry sit-ins. I remember yeah. that. People getting sprayed with fire hoses. She said that the she dog. got people threw rocks at threw her. Threw rocks at her and her a nigger. walking to school. Yeah. Because they had to go there because they through lived the in the hood. But they had to walk through the white neighborhood to get to the school. And she was like five or six when this was mm-hmm. happening. So imagine as a five or six. I can't even imagine like if like my child. like Ariana my child, about that age. Yeah, she's a little younger that. than that. It's like mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't imagine like my child having to be terrified like that against people like throwing stuff at her because of the color of her skin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's let's put that ugliness out there. But like we said, like Dave said, that hopefully like, you know, we can heal from this. Yeah, and we need to have a real conversation. Let's stop trying to keep on sweeping. Keep on, well, that was such a long. No, it wasn't that long ago. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Like if you keep on saying that slavery was long, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unfriend me. Just unfriend me on Facebook. Unfriend me on Instagram. Whatever. Just unfriend me. Don't keep on saying stuff was a long time ago when stuff is still happening today. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's address it. Let's have a real conversation about it. When um because um. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a football player wanted to bring awareness to a situation and shit is is a problem now. That's now and shit. 2017, a football player like took a knee to bring awareness to some bullshit, and now he's the devil and shit. But you guys, but are racism out- is dead. But though. you guys are outraged by <laughs> Shut that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you, but, but but the people who are talking, they're the snowflakes. But you're not. You're outraged by him taking a knee. Yeah. Shut a up. Football player shut up. to bring awareness to some bullshit. That's shut going up. On in yeah. Just shut up. Like that, like <laughs> drove you over the edge and shit. Yeah. But yeah, racism is dead, according to you, though. You should see the look. Why is that? Why is that an issue, Danvison? <laughs> 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 Anyway, let's wrap this thing up, kid. Oh, real quick, one last thing. Essence is now black-owned. Woohoo! Oh, uh, yeah, we well, could have tied that in with the whole Image yes. Awards thing. It's like, yeah. That is on the back of the Image Awards. Okay, yeah. So, Black Excellence. <laughs> yeah, we started talking about right, that. Right, right, right. Black Excellence, though. So, we got uh, Essence back. Black-owned. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> well, let's get up out of here, kid. Wrap this thing up. <laughs> yes. Appreciate each and every one of you supporting out another damn Yay, podcast. And you, you can support you. by subscribe, share, rate, and, and review. review. Find us on iTunes or however you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also like our fan page for Not yes. Another Damn Podcast like on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you want to reach me, follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, plus Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then you can follow me, uh, MSIMAH626, on Instagram and on Twitter, where I'm keeping up with my weekly results. I am now 26 weeks, so 26 weeks now, mm-hmm. 14 to go. That number doesn't sound like a lot now, 14. It's mm-hmm. going to be quicker than I think now. And then you also can follow me at Straight Gully, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter and S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. And like we said earlier, like the Facebook fan page. Please, please, please like it. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm going. <laughs>